Hello, everyone, and welcome back. We are here live and recorded. Recorded live. Yes, Andy, putting up the quotes. You're not only putting up the air quotes. That's what I was doing. 22. 22. Podcast 22. T-Swift 22. Don't ever do that again. I might just do that again at the end of the podcast. It may happen. My T-Swift sing-along? Yes. See, I was excited because it was number 22. To bust out some names, and then he went and did that. Good. He just killed it all. No. Yeah, I'm the mood killer tonight. Okay, let's hear it. I mean, obviously, Will the Thrill, Will Timmers. Mark Van and Bogard. Mark Van Old sportsman racer. Bogard. Yellow banana I on the corner. I like that a lot. Yep. I like that. What about uh, Kenny Lund, the Ooh, Lunderbird? Lund the all-car sponsor. The Lunderbird, yep. yes. Throw that I remember that one. Dan, you weren't even born. Don't worry about it. You don't remember? You never got to see the Lunderbird. You do. My first full year out at the track was 2009. Yeah, you definitely yeah, you never saw the Lunderbird. You did not <laughs> see the Lunderbird. Yes. Well, we're glad to have you. Doing good this week? Doing good this week? Did you see he's got a new haircut for summer? Yeah, he buzzed it. Yeah, I buzzed it once so that I don't have to buzz it again okay. for the rest of the year. I like this to, yeah. That's just I just being think it's smart. more efficient for all that work he's been doing on the weekend. Yeah, that's. Well, that's just being smart, right? Looks a bit aerodynamic too. <laughs> All right, well, and he got the podcast yeah. up last week. Did super fantastic. super like early Sunday night. And the videos are going to be easier to edit together. And wow. Post as well. Wow. He's You're grow- like a new man, new haircut. Hey, he's refocused. Andy, he's growing up right in front of our eyes. Are you going to get LASIK too and ditch your glasses? Is that the next yeah. thing? Uh, I was about What's next? Oh, see, going to show Moving up in like an Armani suit or something one week. Beard. Yeah. We, we just don't know what to expect, but that's a good thing. <laughs> but anyway, uh, we've got two pretty happy camping race car drivers. You know, Dan and I just do the work up top, but these guys do the work on the track. Andy, we'll get into your second place finish a little bit later on, but we've got a feature winner next to us. Dun, da, da, da. Stopping the show in the late models. Is that your second one this year with the Tundra race? We had the Tundra offer. race, yep. yeah. Hey, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so you get up front. That 27 car was, like, right there. He was. He, he was bumping me through the corners, and he did everything he could do. And all I had to do was just hold my line. I knew it. He couldn't get underneath me as long as I could just keep it down and run. But it took a while that it, it for me to set up some passes to get up there. It was mentally, as a driver, Andy, I know you know. How do you get past this guy? Uh, your brother was one of them. That was a, a bonsai move I put on him, but you know I had to do it because I was not going to pass him on yeah, the outside. My brother mentioned that my dad, who spots for us, said that you were on his left rear as you were in his left rear. It was like a simultaneous thing. Right. You were there. I mean, you came with a vengeance. My my crew said uh, your left side tires may have touched that quarter mile. <laughs> they did. I I you know I it, like it. But you've raced on the quarter mile, so it doesn't matter, right? Yeah, well, you know, I, I, I race anything I can, but, you know, w- w- as a driver, you really do have to set up passes. And if you can't get them on the outside, the inside is the shortest way around the racetrack, and you just got to find out what they're doing, what they're doing wrong, or I'm doing wrong, too. You yeah, know? that's a good point. A lot of times you're you're catching a guy, but you're also watching their, where their car is 
Maybe they're getting loose off a of two. Maybe they're not driving it in as hard. Maybe they're washing up in the center. Brian okay, was washing up in the center, can so I position this here. I did. I I watched that. He was washing up quite a bit actually. And what I found out tonight, he had a left side on, right or not? Yep. So that would make sense that he couldn't turn the corner as well as I could. And when I did that, we we literally, it it was a bonsai move, but we didn't touch. It was a really a a good. Good pass, but it was a not a pass that you'd normally see. That's why it's called racing and not right. following. Exactly. Sometimes that stuff happens. Yeah. And your division this season, you know, I was actually talking to a late model driver from another track, and uh, he's actually going to be coming up here in a couple of weeks, uh, Nick Egan. And I was just telling him about how you guys this year and last year as well, how competitive you've been. And the big thing is is you're racing clean and nobody is really wrecking race cars. You know, we had seen that in the past in the late models a little bit. Sometimes the races would get a little crashy, if you will. But over the last two years, it's been passing back and forth. This guy's fast one week. This guy's fast the next week. What's What's been going on out there? Where, where's the, you know, what's what can you attribute to the level of competition we've seen over the last two years? I think it shows a lot in the competitiveness with the drivers the cars um limited late model used to be the stepping stone into super lates and you know it and it was for me i moved up to super lates but now it's a it's a class of their own also it costs just as much money to run a you know a limited to a super late model now or whatever and guys are putting a lot more time into it and they're fast these motor packages we got now, you know, what does Brian run? A spec motor. motor yep. I run a big eight. Travis Roadwall, who finished right behind me, and and on my tail the entire night was an LS motor. You know, we got to, you know, they're competitive, and that's what racing is. You know, I I I can't. I don't know what to say other than, you know, you you take it to heart. You know, obviously supers are a little bit more expensive than a limited. That's why I came back down to limited. That's what I could afford. But we're still racing. And yeah, I think the level of respect is definitely there in the class. Like you mentioned before, the limited late model class was always a stepping stone to get to super lates, and guys would only hang out there a couple years. Right. Now you got yourself, Eddie Munster, my brother. Last year, Rodewald and Bernhagen were rookies, but. They had been racing these cars right. for how long? Before Longer that? than I have. You know, so you, you kind of pile that all together, and you get some pretty good racing and some respect for each other more than anything. And, Matt, I mean, you, you watch it every week. You got the front row. I think the racing has been very good. It's, it's been awesome the last two years, you know, not just this year, but la just going all the way back to last year, too, each and every week. I mean, how many different winners did we have last year? Nine, ten, something like that right. in 14 weeks. And, you know, this year it looks like we might be on our way to that again. I agree with you 100%. You know, it's anybody's race. And, you know, as a as a racer, but I'm also a fan of racing, what could you not more like, you know, other than who could win this race? Right. What's my dollar on? So tell us about your car. So I know you started out the year, you had the Tundra race, you broke the track record, you had the feature win. Then it seemed like 
something just went awry a little bit. You had some issues with a clutch and drive shaft and whatnot. We you had a heck a of a season, things. Andy. Yep. So, so what did you find the last couple of weeks that got you back on track? Well, nothing, really. We sucked. Not going to lie. <laughs> There it is. We, oh, the we, point we, we, is a beautiful thing. We came out of the Tundra race, and we had a phenomenal car. Everything was right. And uh, like like we talked about that track record, I thought Max Schultz uh, was going to get it while well, we got it in the limiteds. However, opening week we qualified second to Jesse Burhangen. I mean, he's a great qualifier. We were fast, and then it started dwindling. And I want to blame it a lot on this tire because the cars are not handling like they used to with that 750 tire that we were on. So this new tire compound we're on is not sizing up, and, and, and that's not just me. That's everybody. So we all have to work with that and get this thing turning right. Tonight we had made a huge adjustment to the car just because you got to do something when you when you have no car you make drastic changes we went in the right direction good now next week that could be different next week you'll be trying from the back yeah, yeah. working your way to the front. and and that's what racers do though they you know look for that edge we've been trying some stuff trying some stuff it wasn't enough and you know we kind of saw that tonight uh, in the super late models, somebody tried to roll the dice a little bit. The 45 of Jeff Van Oh, nobody. He told me I had to be nice to him on the podcast. I told him I'm always nice to him, but <laughs> perfect example of kind of what you're talking about. You know, Jeff has been racing really, really well week to week to week, and tonight they tried a little something exotic for qualifying in it completely backfired yeah, so and he had the yeah, curse yeah. of being the first car to go out right too, so you got to be careful about, about going that way too. terry korth told me right out they've been trying some stuff and and you know that what was that uh spacebook post that i heard that you know What's that test facebook that's a jimmy kemkis thing <laughs> <The> spacebook <laughs> but you know you're right you, you know you make some adjustments to these cars and they say about dirt and and asphalt i've been on both you know, yeah, the dirt you show up and race, but you still have to race the racetrack. Right. Asphalt, it, it's extremely competitive. So if you don't get a chance to go out and test these new setups, where do you end up? Right. Where, and, and I've been kind of talking to some of these guys that do the asphalt and dirt thing too, and they say, you know, here's the big thing. If I miss my setup on dirt one night, I just go out and I drive it differently, you know, or I find a different groove. If you miss on asphalt, you're in trouble. Yeah. Big and trouble. you ain't going to drive your way out of it. No, definitely nope. not. You'll go further backwards over trying. Well, is that old saying or whatever, dirt is so forgiving. If you mess up in one corner, you'll gain it back in the next. Asphalt, you mess up in one corner, good luck. <laughs> right, right. Well, you know, what do they say? Dirt's for racing, asphalt's for getting there? No, I just alienated half the farming. I, I, I alienated the entire Potato farming. farmers. I know, I know. Uh, you I, know I, I saw Greg Hoser sitting over there yeah. or whatever. He'll tell you the same thing. As someone who enjoys both surfaces, I find it funny that we're all arguing about these things. But whatever. Racing's racing. Exactly. I, I enjoy racing, whether it's on the dirt or whether it's on the asphalt. Or whether about drone racing? Yeah. Have you watched drone racing yet? Uh, I've been watching uh, that drone guy up there. <laughs> they have drone racing. Come That's on, the next for real. Racing, oh yeah, yep. They and race I, through like they race I through racing. like stadiums, like Lambeau Field. They'll go through the concession and out the tunnel, and they have these courses set up. 
Oh, looks like I'm. Sometime? Looks like I'm gonna have to get a drone. Yep. After <laughs> you're done cutting your grass, sometimes we'll do. Some, no, no, no. We'll do some drone racing. Hey, hey, I heard you're coming over to cut my grass. <laughs> he, he's got to get on <laughs> iRacing first, though, right? Oh man, I don't know. Uh, the incident limits at 17. He might, yeah. he might exceed that. I I don't do computers. <laughs> you, and, you and I both, my friend. I just I, I can't. I'm afraid I'll get hooked. That's that's my issue. I'm really scared. Is it? I can tell. I walked into my shop the other day, and my crew guys were playing iRacing in my car to get the more feel effect. (laughs) That was pretty wild. So all the racing you do, you also turn right and go through intersections. Yeah, well. You're having a little issue with that car, though. It's got some demons, not going to lie. But, you know, I haven't raced figure eight in about five, six years. After Jeff passed last year, I thought, you know what, this is a perfect time to bring back another car to figure eight to actually understand that these cars are safe. We had an unfortunate incident, and, you know, I came back. That, that was my goal. Um, the car is not handling great. Give me some time, which is about another week, and I'm going to drag out my old figure eight car from the barn because... Mm. Not going to lie, I suck right now. Uh, that car lost a stub, an axle, whatever. <laughs> we can, but, <laughs> you know, number one priority for our racing team is the late model. That's what we work on. Most of the time when we get to the fig- our figure eight car, it's at the track is when we work on it. And we've changed springs now for the first four weeks. And this week we tried changing some weight around. But just and it's a testament to where figure eight has come to now because these guys are fast. We had six guys in the 19-second range, you know, myself included, but I'm not just quite there yet. We're sitting down at the X bar. Craig Krieger has won a feature, you know. Craig Van Wetteren has been on rails. Terry Van Roy win tonight? Terry yeah. Van Roy won tonight, a double hey. feature win yeah. in the George Schwalbach car. It's like a 14-time figure eight right. champion. We talked to him. We'll get to that a little bit later on. I've, You know, and that's something special. I know maybe for Terry, not so much, but I've won a couple features, double features in a night, and, you know, to me that's special. That's awesome. Yeah. A great night. So what possesses someone to race a figure eight? Thrill. I don't know. Honestly, when I started racing figure eight, so many years ago my dad didn't want me to race it and i'm like well i'm gonna race it anyways right yep kind of that edge i was scared scared so scared and i was my throttle cable broke but i was glad it did at that time (laughs) but you know what the next week i was there with a car and i wanted to do it again just because i wanted to race figure eight andy would you would I yes? Would my mother let me know? She's <laughs> clarified that several times. Oh, I know Judy would not appreciate no. that whatsoever, especially being insurance folk. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what she don't know can't hurt her. I got another car. It's, yeah. <laughs> what, are you, what, what are you doing later? Should we go yeah. dig that out? Thinking about it. <laughs> she got. She's got to take a week long vacation at some point, right? Yeah, we'll send her down to Florida. Okay. Maybe around the eve. Hey. We'll do some testing for the And eve. I also know some people in the tower where we could strike you from the results. Ooh. Could you yeah. imagine the crowd, though, Andy Monday in a figure eight car? I just punt my offer, first corner. 
Well, that happens yeah. anyways. Yeah. yeah, push him out. Sometimes he doesn't even need to be punted. He nope, that's all me right now. He's through the grass already. <laughs> Scaring Pat. <laughs> Scaring Pat or whoever might be down there. I would love to do the trailer race at the Eve. That is my all-time favorite event at the Eve every year. That is just so awesome. I would agree with you. That is, that's one of the prestigious races to win. Yes. I did that it is. in 2006, and that was still right on the top of my trophy list or whatever right on my shelf is yep. that, that trailer race win. What would you put on your trailer, the way people decorate them? Because hmm. I've seen Mike. He's come up with some creative stuff. Remember the turtle van he had a couple years ago in the bus race? That the was bus race, yeah. yeah. That was good. I don't know. I like the, the boats that have, like, the, the covering and they got balloons and mannequins and yeah, stuff. Yeah, that'd be cool. That's kind of fun. I mean, you got to do something creative. Right. You got to do something that nobody else has done before. Yeah. You know, if you really wanted to, you could put your super late on the back on the trailer. <laughs> be kind of an accessory, <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't it? Everybody That's be a, first one aiming for that idea. one. Well, it depends how mad he is at the car at the time. Right, exactly. <laughs> I talked to a couple guys tonight that were ready to put theirs out right in the middle of the figure eight and let the uh, let the twin car jet meltdown come and take care of them. Yeah, the track on the half mile was a little weird tonight for practice qualifying, and I the only thing I can attribute it to is we went basically about four weeks, I would say almost after the Tundra race, without any significant rain. And now it all got washed away last weekend, and I just don't think the rubber was out there and everybody was trying to chase in their car a little bit. I would agree with you, Andy. I was out there, and the car was I thought was okay, and then she loosened up on me, and then, I mean, through adjustments and the rubber on the racetrack, weather. Yeah, it got better as the night went yep. on, but practice and qualifying was so it, it, so odd. It was different in my odd. car than what I was used to. Yeah, what I expected. Seeing it's yep. 72 degrees, low humidity. This is great horsepower weather. Why aren't the times right. dropping like a rock? I don't know about you, but, I mean, I couldn't get on the throttle as fast as I normally would. Yeah, yeah. four ended up being fast time in the super lates, and I think Jesse ran a two. He'd been kind of around the ones a little bit, so slowed down just a little bit, but... Before we let you go, we always like to give the opportunity to talk a little bit about your crew, your sponsors, people that make it possible for you. Why don't you tell us about them? Well, you know, racing isn't a, a lone sport, you know, and, and that crew of mine has been phenomenal. You know, Dave Ingrold, Joel Palman. I got uh, picked up two new crew members this year. Jack and Noah Sanders been such an asset to this team that, you know, they're green and when you when you got green people you can actually teach them the ways of how I want it done and uh, tonight tonight's feature win they were just hysteric because of that reason they were like yeah I joined your crew because of this I couldn't be more happier for them um, Matt Monday is another one that's been with me for a couple years um, the the sponsors that I have are phenomenal and this this bar right here X bar came on this year as a sponsor that I never thought I would get so there you go you know you you get out there and you race and you do your job and and people are interested in you you can still make it I I feel privileged to be able to race a car sorry Dan's trying to play footsie with me here 
Is that what's happening? Yeah, well, you're happen the happen. you were the one that kicked my foot, man. Hey, I'm just trying to get my legs. That's because you're not wearing cowboy boots. You could stop. And before right? we forget, you have a racing sibling that's doing very well this year Indeed. as well. Yeah, so and let's talk about you that. know, Rachel, Rachel has been had a phenomenal year. We had a very scary situation tonight with her, and um, I know her, her spirits were down, but, you know, she, she'll she be able to race again. You know, there's some work to be done. Um, that fast time she had, her very first time a couple weeks ago, uh, we took a picture, me, my dad, and her. It was almost like that one night that we both won on Father's Day weekend. I was so proud of her, and... She just keeps her nose to the ground. She's got, she'll, she'll be there at the end. Yep. You know? For sure. Well, thanks for joining us, and congrats again. Thank you. All right. Mike Meyer-Hoffer, feature winner tonight, the showstopper. Great to have him here at the X-Bar. Off to do some shots. Yes. Four for $10 bombs. Four for 10 Yeah. We have, we have asked yep. because <laughs> it is technically Friday, so... Let's roll right in to the results of the evening. Um, Andy Monday having a pretty good night. Second place, winner of the dash. But Maxwell Schultz was mighty and a little too mighty for anybody this evening. Yeah, he had a really good car tonight. They qualified well. I want to say they were fourth. Right. Sound about right. Um, and, yeah, he had a really fast car. It was kind of following through the pack there towards the front, and um, we had that caution with 14 laps to go. Uh, Taylor Vandermoss led the first 20. What so a laps. great race for him. Great Good run night for, for him. the Vandermoss camp in general. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you kind of had to make a decision when you're in third. You know, do you follow the leader or do you follow Max because he's so fast and um, ended up following Max through there. And great run for him. Well, you know what? While we got a second, why don't we go into the interview? Let's talk to Maxwell Schultz. Maxwell Schultz making an appearance tonight. Ends up in victory lane. This 34 car looked really, really good. Did it feel as good as it looked? Yeah, it was. Uh, it was a rocket. It took about three or four laps to come in, but once it came in, it was. Uh, she was quick. I was worried about dash. We were really bad. We made one change after after the dash, and I was kind of worried. And it took. Uh, once I got about five laps in, I uh, knew we had something for him tonight. You know, I'm glad you mentioned the dash because someone actually messaged up to the tower and asked us when was the last time you did not make the dash here at WIR. Can you remember? I can remember. We haven't. The last time we missed the dash was week one of 2016 and I think I did the math I think it's 30 straight with this car that we've made so I, I wanted to make it tonight just to get to number 30 if something happens here but yeah we've been uh, we got the qualifying thing knocked down and uh, now we got it racing good too wouldn't you like to make it to at least 34 oh that'd be nice but I guess you always want to get to that whole number threshold so you go there and then uh, you never you never take it for granted anything can happen but uh, yeah it's a uh, I, we had a fast time in the Tundra race that year in this car, and then I came back trying to set a track record week one. I screwed up, and that's the last time we missed one. So how hard is it, or is it hard, you know, coming here week to week instead of doing the full-time program? Because, you know, if, if you have the opportunity to be here every week, you work on your stuff a little bit incrementally and get better, is it harder to do the hit-and-miss thing, or does it help you guys out because you get more time in the shop? How does that work out for you guys? Um, it's It hasn't really hurt us just because we've ran fairly. I mean, we only missed two nights, so you're still going. I'm still in the shop, but I'm doing my same program like I would every week. So, I mean, I get joked dad the other day I go I've been working in the shop just as much as I would if I was running full time but uh tonight 
I thought we were going to be maybe a little disadvantaged because our tires have been sitting in the shed since May 31st, and uh, I wasn't sure how they were going to react. So that's one downfall to running part-time is the tire cycle. But uh, otherwise, I haven't really noticed anything that's big difference. Now, as far as the race itself tonight, you get up, you know, up into the second spot, and you had said maybe you weren't sure if you had anything for Taylor Vandermoss. You're kind of catching him. Uh, what was your thought process once you got up to second? Well, when I got up to second, I was catching everybody else pretty, pretty quick and getting around them pretty quick. And then uh, when I got up to Taylor, the car, the car started pushing a little bit, and I wasn't catching him like I was catching everybody else. So uh, I was kind of worried. And, uh, I wouldn't say worried, but it was taking longer than I thought. And I'm like, well, once I get to him, I don't know how he's going to run me, if he's going to give me a you know, lane or stuff like that. So when the caution came out, it, it helped. I, I think I could have chased him down, but uh, I guess I don't, now I don't have to figure that out. I've had a lot of discussion with myself, and it'd be nice if I had somebody to talk to about this up on the microphone when drivers choose the inside line and the outside line during the restarts. The outside line is obviously the line that a lot of guys have been taking. Were you confident, given the inside line, that you could make that move, or were you a little hesitant that maybe Taylor was going to get away? Um, I knew he was going to go outside just because that's where everybody goes. And the car was pretty decent where I felt we were going to be fine. Um, the biggest thing is the start. I just knew I had a... If I stayed even with them and I was even at the flag stand, I had a shot. And uh, so, yeah, you're kind of... I was worried a little bit, but it is what it is, and it all worked out. So maybe next week off and then back for fireworks and then obviously back for the white race. Is that kind of the plan right now? Yeah, the plan is for sure back for the fireworks and then the white race. And next week's kind of up in the air if uh, we get a bug up our butt like we did this week to come out because we weren't going to run this week. We first decided uh, about Tuesday night or Wednesday morning that we were going to that we we're going to come race. So for sure the fifth, the white race, and then uh, we'll play it by ear from there. Well, Maxwell Schultz doing well this evening, coming up with his first feature win of 2018. Neat little stat there about Maxwell not missing a dash in the last 30 events that he has raced in. Pretty impressive in the qualifying for the 34. And uh, we kind of been watching him the last couple of years, Andy. You know, it was kind of a deal where Maxwell was always going qualifying and in the race, eh? But now puts it all together. Yeah, they definitely took that step forward. I think it was about two years ago, maybe three years ago, um, when they won the red, white, and blue. Um, and now, uh, since Brett Piontek stepped out of the car and is helping him being the crew chief on that car, you can definitely see the improvement and the consistency week after week. And they were probably a threat to win the Tundra race before the rain came because they qualified really well there as right. well. This is, what, their third or fourth race this year, um, I think, that they've been in, and they've been really fast every time. Yeah, so hats off to him. Hats off to you. Found your way through tonight. Not bad. And uh, you just kind of pulled up the points here, the way things are looking. You know, Kalma still got the lead. Casey Johnson's back up there. He had a good night coming from way in the back, got up to fourth. But you're all sort of right there. Are, are you the three that are kind of emerging now, or can we still see, like, Kendall or somebody still get in the mix? I mean, there is a lot of racing left. JVO, too. Yeah, I mean, it's so hard to say. We're a third of the way through the season now. Um, I think definitely what you've seen out of Casey so far this year, he's probably uh, the one to watch, you know, if you're going to watch someone who's been coming through the field week after week. And um, we had a really good night tonight with our team, um, being able to come out of here with the most points as anybody tonight by uh, winning the dash and second in the feature um, was a really good feeling. Um, after qualifying, we 
thrashed on the car. We uh, changed all four springs. I've never done that at the racetrack before. Oh, my. And two rear shocks and a bump stop and a sway bar and a few other things. And honestly, going into the first corner in the dash, I didn't really know what to expect. And um, it turned out it worked pretty good. So uh, we went back to some things that were working for us last year, and hopefully we can carry that momentum forward. And we have to obviously mention that we had a few visitors tonight, and what really was i think the big story of the evening how many times have i told you people show up for qualifying it's a lot of fun to watch dalton zier doesn't make the main has to race his way in uh jvo doesn't make his way in had to race his way in and johnny sauter missed the main in qualifying ended up having to race his way all the way from the back of the last chance race and just barely made it into the feature yeah, and I wonder with the Johnny Sauter one if he really wasn't putting a lot of effort into qualifying because he um, didn't have the two used FRRC tires. He was running four brand new ones. So regardless of if he would have had fast time or qualified 21st, 20 whatever he ended up, um, he had to start in the back of the semi because of the yeah. tire rule. Um, so maybe he was just saving his stuff. And, you know, it looked like for a while without those cautions in the semi feature, he kind of was getting blocked in. Uh, where he wasn't going to make the show and then ended up making a diving move under Griesbach and Reichenberger to get in the show right at the end. Yeah, kind of got lucky with that single-file restart at the end, huh? Yeah, before that, you know, Mickey Shally's running side-by-side with Reichenberger and there's just nowhere to go. What did you say to Mickey when I was over at your trailer before? Uh, I told him to take a look at the final results for the semi and look at the four cars that transferred into the feature. And he says, well, what do you mean? I said... Just look at the four names that transferred into the feature. It's Dalton Zier, who's a three-time Tundra champion, four-time. Yep, three. JVO, who's a five-time FRC champion. You and Johnny Sauter, who's a NASCAR Camping World Truck Series champion. Mm-hmm. Just think about that for a minute. That really should put some perspective yeah. where your program's at. So. Exactly. He's hanging in there. Yep. That was uh, that was not an easy field to make not tonight Not easy at all. at all. And by the way, mm-hmm. shout out to the last two to make it in on qualifying were the two guys that were battling for that final spot last week. Corey Manners and Tim Springstore are the ones that get it done. And Springstore actually did it on the very last lap of qualifying. It was the last car to go out, and he put himself right in right 16. On the, right on the bubble. Yeah. So Nicely done. Well done there by Tim Springstro. Well, we already talked to our late model feature winner, and the nice thing is is when we moved to the quarter mile, we actually had one guy win two races tonight. Yeah. Terry Van Roy doubling his delight, picked up the win in the Super Stocks and in the figure eights, and we chatted with him. Here's what old TVR had to say. <laughs> Terry Van Roy wins two features in a night, obviously with all the winning that you've done here in your career. Terry, have you done this before? Has it been a two-night win before? Oh, yeah, I've done it a couple times, but that was back in the day when I had a 55 Chevy, so that's, I don't know, 10 years ago. But, yeah, it's I had a half a dozen, 10 times, yeah. Well, let's talk first about how you did it on the last lap both times. Were you holding your breath on both occasions? Uh, with the street stock car, it was just... We had a fast car, and I waited till like last five laps to try the outside, and tried it, and it stuck on the last lap. We got him coming out of four, so we had a good race. And in a figure eight race, the first and second guys were just beating on each other a little bit, and one guy pushed the other guy high in one and two, and next guy took the other guy out in three and four, and I 
snuck underneath and got, no. got lucky this time and got to win. Being the veteran racer that you are in the figure eights, do you just kind of see those things coming? Could you could you feel it brewing in front of you and maybe thinking that being in third wasn't such a bad place to be? You are very correct. I knew who I knew who was in second and how he how he drives. I'm not mentioning no names, but and I just was waiting. You know, I was racing, but I was just waiting, and then all of a sudden it happened. So things kind of played out the way you had uh, imagined. Now let me ask you this: in the figure eights this year, um, obviously, you know, with uh, the passing of Jeff, uh, what's what's it been like? I know you guys have really kind of bonded together as a group and uh, try to make some changes for the better in your group. Uh, we, we tried a couple. We all met during the winter and tried to do some things, and it would be nice if we could get a couple more cars. We added to change the laps to number 13 in honor of Jeff. Uh, we miss him. Uh, it would be nice if he'd, he'd be here. But uh, we we got to go on. We're still figure eight drivers. We got to go race figure eight. For sure. And tonight, of course, a super stock driver as well. Uh, is this going to be the plan? Are you going to jump in for George a couple of times? How many more times are you going to drive that 59 car? Uh, I know I'm in for the next two weeks, and he's racing the white race and the blue race and in the last race of the season. I got the other nights, whatever them nights are. I don't know. Yeah, so just kind of playing it by ear, but yeah. not really because you do sort of know. Uh, well, let's talk about that pass on the outside. I mean, that is obviously not an easy thing to do on the quarter mile in the super stock division, uh, but you've done it before, right? So, you know, what's the secret to going up top? Or is there a secret? You just got to kind of hold on to it. Uh, you just got to be patient. You know, you can't, you can't, you can't floor the gas. You got to ease on the gas, keep the car straight, and take your time. You, you, you're only going to gain a little, an inch or two every lap. So it just, it takes five laps to do it. You know, you just got to be patient. Now you passed Larry Rago. I know that car has been out for quite a while and you've raced against him for many years. Uh, George Schwalbach, obviously a veteran as well of the quarter mile. Just tell me the story about that car. Has that car been around the block quite a few times? Is that the one that you won the championship win with him a couple of years ago? That is, yes, we did win the championship with that a couple of years ago. And I was just talking to George, and he figures that car was out in '94, and he thinks Larry's was about the same time. And my figure eight car is actually the oldest one out here. This was built in '92, so I'm driving some pretty old steel out there. Yeah, but it's still fast. Uh, they don't look the prettiest. Well, George's looks pretty. This one don't look. The figure eight car don't look too pretty, but yeah, we you just gotta keep tires on it and. Keep the mechanical part correct. So Terry Van Roy doubles up tonight on the quarter mile with the big win in the figure eight. Sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. Sitting in third on the last lap when Craig Van Wettering and Rockstar Russ. I'm looking at your microphone. It keeps tilting down. I don't know how. It's coming after me. He's putting some camber in it. I don't know yeah. what's going on. Like uh, excessive we, uh, Scott Wolf camber. Yeah, no kidding. By the looks right. of it. Hey, no, no, that was excessive. Uh, what Tyler? Too. Who the hell filled in for him? Tyler Hungerford. Tyler Hungerford. Oh, who okay. actually was Tyler the original. A lot on the four cylinders. He was the original owner of that car, if I remember correctly. Okay. He's the one who uh, Scott bought it from. It's still going down. Wow. It's like the Ring of Fire. There we go. Johnny Cash. I'm used to holding these things. Let me just. There we go. Okay. That works out fine. That's an interesting grip you got on that. Yeah. Well, that's how you do it, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you do it. So, Terry Van Roy doubles up tonight. Good yep. race by him. As I said, kind of better be lucky than be good. 
on the quarter mile. And then that pass on the outside. I don't know if I've ever seen so many people standing up and cheering a pass on the quarter mile of the street stocks at the end. Yeah. I, I Fans don't think loved it. Big win, and TVR, I think, is a fan favorite. Um, if you look back through the uh, history of champions at WIR, and if you include multiple divisions, uh, Terry Van Roy is your all-time leader with the number of super stock and figure eight championships he has. It's probably nearing 20. He lost count. He told yeah. me he lost count. I think there's like 13 in the figure eights and, and six or seven in the super stocks. So It's going to be um, fine, Dan. Yeah, and then you add in some uh, Dirt Grand National stuff on top of that. Right. So, yeah, he probably did lose count. Am I, I think good? we're good. I Am think I we're good. This microphone, man, I'll tell you. It's coming after you, dude. I'm having some microphone issues tonight. I lost the microphone down on the front stretch during opening ceremony, so I had the backup with me. <laughs> it's one of those kinds of nights. One of those nights. It's anyway. the first day of summer. It's the longest yeah. day of the year. Yep. Right? I love that. It's my favorite day of the year. Uh, so... Let's talk about Scott Wolf, the car that you crew on. He's yep. got to be a, at least be happy to know that that car is as fast as it is. Oh, absolutely. Looks really is. good tonight We're, with Tyler Hungerford. Scott will get it. We're going to talk to yeah. uh, Tyler and see what exactly he's doing. Um, I think I figured out kind of where his breaking points are and everything in that car to try and help Scott get to that point because I noticed that he doesn't break as much as what Scott does, and he's on the gas like – right away in the corner at least keeping his speed up yeah and that's right. such a big thing with the four cylinders when you're limited on horsepower is keeping that momentum going oh yeah absolutely and and it's one of those things where you never really notice it until you see somebody doing it and then it makes sense it's like oh yeah i suppose we could do that right and we were missing a car tonight in the old sizzling four division yeah. someone who's dominated up until this point i think we touched on it last week the on the podcast role. yeah no brody revest no brody revest no. and i don't know what the plans are if there's plans to return for red white and blue again or what yeah, their plan I is i don't know how that's gonna work Do, out but does he keep his red white and blue points he does not so what's the point of him returning for red white and blue then i've with how fast races. that car's been? Yeah, win some races. Win some I races. Suppose. Yeah, but uh, I guess we'll we'll have to find out with the rest of you because we don't really know. But uh, that certainly shook up the points quite a bit. Obviously, now you got to kind of look at guys like Mike Klein, who might be a favorite again. Dan Thompson last year's thirty-five champion. car, thirty-five yep. car. Rick, yeah. Rick Laser. Yep. Yeah. There are. And you know somebody else? Andy Miller. Two Andy car. Miller. Yep. Jake Peters. Good run for him tonight. He's getting married this weekend. Of course, by the time he posts this, he's going to be a married man. He's well, getting married on Saturday, so. I mean, yeah, that only gives me a day to upload it, but. It's okay. Yeah. Good yeah. racing, though. Congratulations. Yeah. yeah, it was a really good race. Another good one, sport trucks. Before we get into anything, I want to talk about young Cody Vanderloop nearly flipping the truck, going onto his side, and still finishing seventh. That's yeah. impressive. That, yeah. That's a testament to how those trucks are built. And uh, we saw also a bad crash with another young driver tonight with uh, Nathan Brantmeyer. Yeah, quite uh, the ride for him. Fortunately, he's okay, but I talked to him a little bit. Sounds like mostly cosmetic damage on that truck, no damage to the roll cage. Um, obviously, no damage to him. Yep. Um, his safety equipment, everything held up. So hopefully they can get back on track next week. Yeah, for sure. And then, of course, we need to mention, obviously, who won the truck race? Kylie Vandermoss, second one this year. Yeah, great job by Kylie. And, you know, 
she's been trying for so long and she finally got that first win and broke through and now it just seems like the the success continues to come for her yeah and as we had mentioned the last time too she didn't know that she won so she had to full well know went up passed for the lead and led probably the last about half of the race maybe a little less than half awesome performance by that 99 truck yeah. tonight yeah, and if I don't know if my mom reminded me this tonight. Do you remember our bold predictions we did a long time ago? I do. And one of my bold predictions was that Taylor and Kylie were going to win features on the same night. I remember that And then tonight. Kylie won, and Taylor, Taylor led a lot of it. What your bold happened. prediction was, though, I'm going to go back, <laughs> and I'm going to be the jerk about this. It was that they would win their first on the same oh. night. So it would have been first and second, so you so would have been. out the window. You would have been darn near close. Darn near I would close. I it still. They're near close. I would have got you a case of Sundrop for that, I think. Maybe. I think Starbucks so. Corner Store. Possibly. Cherry yeah. Lemon. Do you see that frozen Gatorade there? Yeah. That's something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On a hot day. The for real machine on a hot day? Yeah, right. Dylan Wenzel. I wonder if we're ever going to get like one a, of those hot days again. card where you get like 10 and <laughs> Dylan Wenzel fills it up in a week. A right. week. Yeah, well, how much he posts three days. <laughs> three days. Yeah, right. <laughs> You're giving him like. A well, long it depends. Time there. It depends how much is on the punch card. That's true. You know, if it's like seven of them, yeah, probably within a day or two. But if it's you know ten or fifteen, maybe it might take him three. Maybe. Right. I think your daughter likes that too, doesn't she? Yep. She's a big yep. for we real try to fan. Stop there once okay. A week yeah. Yep. I was in there today picking up my five-hour energy before I get going. That's how I talk fast sometimes. Can tell it's wearing Sometimes. off. It's wearing off a little bit right now, but uh, yeah, it was nice in there. You know, they got the rosebud deli. They got a bunch of cookies that I could only look at. Didn't want to, you know, had to save room for the cheesecake on a stick tonight. And I heard that you made a mess of that. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> it was a wonderful mess, a wonderful mess of cheesecake and chocolate. Getting back to the sport trucks. Besides track food. We're trying to talk about track food here. We're helping out. But, um, yeah, sport trucks. So is Kylie now leading the standings? You know what? I would think year? that she is because Jason Plutz did have a good start to the night. Fast time. Won his heat. Was running second. But then the 96 truck, as has kind of been an issue for him, with brakes. two laps to go, he pulled off. Brakes. Hmm. It was brakes. It was brakes. I caught up with him after the was it? race. It was brakes. You know, I talked to him. He won at Dell's on Saturday. They had the sport trucks down there, and he said, you know, my motor broke Thursday. I think it was braking again tonight in the last five laps. So I talked to him today during opening ceremonies. I said, everything going to hold up this evening? He says, well, we hope so. And then you jinxed him. You jinxed him because oh, with about five laps gone, to go, gone. I said, oh, looks like maybe the 96 truck is going to hold up this weekend. Wow. I'm terrible. We need to just, like, separate him from the racers until the races are right? done. Nostra that would be a little difficult. Yeah. Kidding. I'm more like Rasputin. <laughs> I'm just causing a whole bunch of bad things to happen. <laughs> the Grim well, Reaper. Okay, yeah. so <laughs> as of June 14th, Kylie was one point back. So then on Bobby Watier. Yep. She had obviously a better night than Bobby. Yes. Yep. Although so Bobby did run well. He did. I think he finished second. Yeah. So. Yep. And I mean Jason was so 10 points out. Pretty so. tight yet. It is. That's going to be a good it's going to be a good battle all the way through, I think. I what would be really like interesting to see as the year progresses is if Rachel can stay up there, Kylie can stay up there, and Heather Wolfgram could stay up there. We could have three, three ladies. Women showing the guys how it's done out of yeah, our divisions here. That would be Pretty something, cool. wouldn't it? Something would to keep be. an eye on. Yeah, for sure. Something for the ladies. So that uh, about wraps it up. 
Yeah. You know what we haven't done in a long time? Don't say it. A tech tip? Yes, a tech tip. Okay. Oh, I thought you were going the other way. This is good timing. I thought you were going to make us... I thought you were going to make us do picks. Hey, pizza's here again. Hey, pizza. It's time to wrap up. Hey, it's tech time. It's tech time. Tech time. What's the tech tip, Andy? I don't know. Camber. We can talk about camber. Why do we have camber? What's what is camber? What would be the point of camber, Dan? Well, the point of camber is it affects the contact point of the tire on the surface. Somebody's reading Bob Bolas. He's reading this off Google right now. No, I'm not actually. <laughs> I have no internet connection here, so that's why I don't have it uploaded already by the time that we're done with it. Or it's not live. So camber is the, you're correct, the camber is the tilt of the tire, um, the, the inner point on the right front. Now you're trying to steal my pizza. Let's do a tech tip. He's so not trying. He just pizza. did. There's no, there's do or do not. There is no try. And exactly. he just did it. Yeah. So you're tipping the tire usually on the left front because we're cornering left. You're tipping the top out. And on yep. the right front, you're tipping that in. Yeah. And, and the reason for that is when you go into a corner, then the entire sucked. tire contact patch is on the ground. And yep. the simplest way for us to check that in the super late model division is through taking tire temperatures. So we'll come in after the practice or after a dash, and we'll check temperatures across the tire. And we're looking for about a 15-degree um, difference from the inside to the outside. You have to take into consideration the brake rotor heat because that heats up the inside of it a little bit more. Um, but the more even you can get that wear across, that just shows that you're having the entire tire touching on the ground. If you're 50 degrees hotter on the inside than the outside, well, you you might have a 10-inch tire underneath your car, but you're only using 8 inches of it. That's really not going to help your grip and your cornering. So. And that is also referred to as toe-in and toe-out, correct? Uh, no. Toe-in, toe-out is that? a little bit different. Um, that's actually checking the wheel's pointed um, out the, towards the body or in so is that the caster then so, so toe in toe out is is actually like the alignment and the tracking okay and the caster is pulling the spindle back um, and checking the angle of um, everything as it relates to up and down in the front so camber so you, caster toe in toe out exactly yes complicated stuff I figured it'd be a good night to talk about that kind of stuff. It is. It's always a good time to talk about that stuff. So, so we have no rules on that on the half mile, the quarter mile divisions, such as the sizzle and fours. They give you a maximum allowance of camber, and yep. I guess some guys got. Are there still little, rear camber rules for the super late models? Yes. Uh, it's within a degree, degree yep. correct? Yes. Yep. Can't put the camber in the rear ends. You can in the front. You can do whatever. You could go crazy and. You know, tip them five, 50, six degrees. Fifty degrees of camber in the. You right should have. You should have seen some of the slinger days back when they had the slinger stingers. The camber those guys would have. They would basically have a wheel sitting. It almost looked like it was sideways, and it's what you did so in those it cars. Looked like one of those ridiculously modded cars. Exactly. Okay. Yep. Yes. The one where you swear they're driving on the backs of their rims. Correct. Yeah. Okay. That it, they look like that. Then again, that is a cereal bowl, so I mean, you're probably actually driving on the whole tire. Uh, those particular cars were, yeah. yeah. Yes, they were. They were definitely yeah. were. So since we brought the tech tip back, tips, tech tips back, it's late, man. Tech tips. Does that mean we're going back into picks? Are we doing picks? Let's do some picks. Do I get to sure, redeem myself? We what got uh, quarter what are we mile late models next week. We got quarter mile late models next week. Should we do some picks there? What are, What other uh, races are coming up? You know, because it'd be kind of nice to... Fireworks? 
maybe jinx somebody at a different racetrack so I don't have to look them in the eye after Slinger I do Nationals. it. Slinger Nationals. Slinger Nationals, those are a ways away. Uh, what are we going to see? We do have the Dells race, the Alive for Five Super Late race. We could probably look at that. They put their list out already. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? We're what sitting hell? here. We're sitting here. You guys are eating pizza. It's all good. All right. Well, shoot. I guess I, I got to go first, right? Me first. Let's, see. Let's back up. So at the red race, you had Casey. And he dropped. He didn't even and make the Lowell, feature. Yep. So. And you won with Kendall. Right. Yeah, so I go last. Yep. So Matt's first pick for the Dells. Oh boy, gosh, who do I want to jinx for this one? Um, Litchfield? By not jinxing them. You know what? I don't think Andrew Morrissey is going to be there. I think he would be a safe pick. I think he's actually going to be crew chiefing for that race. You have Casey Johnson and John Beal who are going to be a part of that. Litchfield, of course, he's always quick there. Uh, pick Kenny Reiser. Kenny. You know you want to do it. I haven't seen Kenny racing in a few years. <laughs> Gosh, I'm not going to pick Casey because I do not want to jinx him again because at some point down in the start-finish line when we're doing uh, our interviews, you know, he might set fast time one or two more times this year. He might not be too pleased with me. So, I... the entry list? I'm working on it. Yeah, they have it on the Dell's Facebook page. Of course, it's got to be Facebook. Right. Or as, uh, I guess, Jimmy says, Spacebook. Facebook. Yeah, huh? or the Snapchat. Huh? The interweb. The interweb. I think, is Johnny Sauter on that list? We're going to find out here in a second. If he is, if he is, I'm picking Johnny Sauter. You would. Hey, I need a W. You're not going to get it. Because Johnny Sauter's not on there? Yeah, nor do I. Yeah. This is a lot of dead air right now. It is. Yeah, this is listening this is quality podcasting. Maybe Mark Allen. Mark Allen's probably the only one listening still. And whoever that was. Quality podcasting while yeah. we waste time. Oh, Robin and uh, Greg. Yeah, they fell asleep already. They aren't listening. They fell asleep half an hour ago. Ooh, I know who I'm picking. Okay. I'm going wild card. You want me to pick first? Yes. Just for a heck of it. I'm going with Jake Zellner. He had a good qualifying effort at the uh, uh-huh. Golden Sand Speedway. I have the list. He is a uh, rookie driver in the super late model class. Do you want to look He's at the list? He's really well down there. Yes. Oh, now let's look at the list? Okay. <laughs> then Matt will pass me. Andrew Morrissey again. is on here. Dalton Zier, Dennis Prunty. All right. I got my pick. Who, do, who are you going with? Are you going to stick with that one? No, you can pick. I'm taking Dennis Prunty. Hard to pick against that guy. I'm going Skyler Holshausen. Hopefully they work on the car. Before Had a good icebreaker. Hopefully they work on the car before. Had a really good icebreaker. You just left. You just left Casey Johnson for him. I did, but I told you I don't want to jinx Casey Johnson. I haven't jinxed Dennis Prunty yet this year, and hopefully you know I didn't just do it now. I am gonna take. Bum 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 bum. Casey Johnson. Add a boy. Way to go on. Add a boy. Add a boy. All right. I was gonna go there, but. Casey. Don't know, Casey. Good pick. All right. Well, I guess we'll we'll find out. Hopefully, Mother Nature's nice to him this time. 
That could always that was be. Not good. Yeah, that could always be tough. But uh, anyway, if you're li- still listening to the podcast, you know, like a lot of my favorite YouTubers say, you are the real MVP. So <laughs> thanks for sticking with us here from the X Bar in downtown Kakana. Another good week of racing happening at WIR. Next week it's Kids Coin Drop oh, yeah. Night. Ken Sports and the Fast Comfort LLC folks. Kids Coin Drop, and now we're dropping other things back behind us here. So Kids Coin Drop coming up, 645. See you next week there, frc.us or Fox River Racing Club on the Facebook. We'll let you know a little bit more about what's going on. So uh, we'll see you guys next week. It's been a lot of fun. Sounds good. Great night. Stay out of trouble.